On a blustery fall day in 2006, civic leaders and bicycle advocates dedicated three bridges tying together the cities of Portland and Milwaukee and complementing the critical links in the region's Spring Water Corridor Trail, which is used by thousands of cyclists and pedestrians each year. Please join Jonathan Moss and Dan Kaufman as they cover this event and interview advocates of transportation diversity. We're at the Three Bridges uh, opening dedication ceremony. Um, Rex, can you give us some perspective on uh, what this means in Portland and sort of how, how Metro made this thing happen or what was involved? Sure, you know, this is a really cool thing. Just behind us, there's three bridges. They're replacing three railroad bridges that were taken out about 15 years ago. And we bought the trail and were able to build a bike trail, but it went nowhere because you had these big roads they have to cross. And then in the early 2000s, uh, we got a, a bunch of people together. A couple of people were elected to office, like myself. I'm an old bicycle activist. And we just said, this is too critical, let go. We have 20 miles of trail that could be opened up if we could build these bridges. And so we got about a quarter of the region's dollars for transportation that year dedicated to this one bridge. A radical change talked about how do you make communities where people can bike and walk, and not drive everywhere. So I'm really excited. You know, I ride my bike, and this is so cool to be able to keep going instead of having to stop and turn around and go home. It is a pleasure to be here with you uh, to celebrate the partnership that made this possible. This, uh, and I loved having the train just go by, right? As a reminder that we're not going to give up one inch of rail right-of-way in this region. Rail has its part. But we also have opportunities to make a complete, complete transportation system for all our users. This is part of a long-term vision. I look around here, there are a number of people that were uh, yelling at me 20 years ago about kick-starting uh, the bike program in the city of Portland. People dealing with a broader sense of vision. People who stuck with it. And showing what difference it makes when you tie the pieces together, when you complete the loop on the esplanade, ridership, walking, biking, skyrockets. And this is part of the network. Portland Streetcar Line is a centerpiece of the city's world-renowned Pearl District and what attracted real estate developer Bob Ball to the neighborhood in the late 90s. Ball continues to be a driving force in the Pearl District expansion today. When you're trying to develop an area or a neighborhood, there's a, a number of factors, and transportation is one of those very vital things that you have to consider when planning. Uh, we look at um, the proximity to uh, the other transportation services like bus service and in Portland, our MAPS line and our Portland Streetcar, which we put in in this neighborhood, all those are very interrelated. Our goal is to create very dynamic, focused, urban, dense neighborhoods. And we did makes the city more prosperous, healthy. Uh, people want to live here, and because of that, people come here and create jobs. And the whole thing sort of fits together. Courthouse Square, doors to my left. Bus service on 5th and 6th Avenues. TriMed ticket office and visitor information available weekdays. We had, there were streetcars running when I first moved down here. That was in 48. That was in 48. And, uh, I, they should have left the streetcar lines on. Yeah. Because we're just putting them sure, back now. Sure, right. 
and then you, you see this is a good development for the oh, city. Oh, I am oh, so tickled with all the transport. Max, we ride Max all the time. Next stop, Jim Sayer, Executive Director of the Adventure Cycling Association. He's lobbying to create a national bicycle transportation network similar in scope to the national freeway system created 50 years ago. The other day I was talking to Congressman Blumenauer about how an investment in, in walking and biking infrastructure goes so much farther than our, our you know, freeway system. And, and not only that, but the, the projects tend to happen on time and on budget more so than you know, big bridges and freeways. So uh, have, has there been other, other countries that have invested like that? Or are you seeing... Oh yeah. You know, right now in Great Britain they're creating a national cycle network. Uh, they've taken national lottery money, they've invested over 700 million right now. In just the last five years, between 2000 and 2005, they've uh, increased the network from about 4,200 miles to over 10,000 miles. Uh, they're finding that, in interviewing people who use their network, finding that about 36% of them said if the network hadn't been there, they would have used a car. So you're displacing about 80 to 85 million trips, car trips, you know, with people who are on foot or on bike. So they're seeing real results in the United Kingdom. And every time you see a network go in place with connectivity, mm -hmm. with connections to places people want to go, not only within cities, but between cities, right. all of a sudden you see a massive boost in the percentage of people who are going to bike or walk. Right. So that's what we need to do for the US. Ready? One, two, three. Yeah. 